it's us. We're back. It's a new episode. <laughs> it's us. <laughs> it's us. Yeah. We have a couple special guests. One of them is a three-year-old, so yep. you might hear his him His name is August. If you've been to Track Tuesdays in the past, you are familiar with um, his brilliance. Yeah, his presence. <laughs> his voice. Okay. <laughs> Most definitely. This is episode 11 of the Runners Club podcast. I'm Ian Gonzalez. And I am Courtney Phillips. All the time. Honestly, I just want y'all to know I'm saying my last name from now on you better because of courtney because i was listening to the last podcast like why did i only say ian it felt so empty behind courtney phillips do i say courtney phillips all the time you every time i'm actually debating it's like james bond (laughs) i I like that thank you i appreciate that um i'm actually i've been debating on if i should say um courtney nicole phillips but i'm like i don't want to be extra you know because like Sarah sarah jessica parker uses her middle name and i also have my middle name on my instagram uh, but you know, Courtney Phillips is fine. Say it real quick. Introduce yourself as Courtney Nicole Phillips. Hey, it's Courtney Nicole Phillips. Right? No, that shit kind of rolls. It's kind of a it kinda bop. It's a bop, y'all. So don't don't come for me if you start <laughs> hear, hearing the third, you know, all three names. And there is August yeah. for you. He can't hear his his uh, his iPad because oh, yeah. we're talking. Mm. Okay, we'll we'll keep it down a little bit. I'm sorry. We're sorry for recording our podcast right now. Okay. Oh my God. Okay. This is. All right. So, I mean, well, so today we actually had a guest. What's her name? I'm not saying what's her name because I don't know. It's because I'm just. No. So we had Kim Overton on of Spy Belts. Yes. Uh, Amazing running belt. Zero bounce. A lot of, uh, a lot of different options. Mm -hmm. Um, You got the original joint with just the pouch that fit every single phone. With your keys, your goo, your cliff, everything you need it's, to enjoy your run. It's actually wild. Yeah, it's it's crazy. And that's just the original. Yeah. Like, she has other ones. Like, the, I, like, I carry her endurance belt, which is the belt that has the original pocket, the original mm-hmm. pouch. Yeah. But then also it comes with two clip-on water bottles that yeah. just clip right onto the belt super easy. I've bought the off. water bottle separately because I have my own running belt, but I'm realizing that my running belt is trash in comparison to the spy belt. So That's I'm going to be in last lap buying that one. And then she also talked about a crossbody that she's releasing soon, which I'm like, what? Yes. Yes. It's, it's like be meant to be a crossbody. It's not like it's a belt that you can use as a crossbody how people be using fanny packs like no this has extra belt for the crossbody i'm loving it because i have a cookie crossbody situation and it just says cookie really big and obnoxiously on it makes me think of the cookie store in la which is actually a dispensary yeah, so it's always a conversation about drugs yeah when i come walking around but is weed a drug i mean marijuana i mean flour is it really a drug no it's not, but I also don't want to talk about it. Okay. Every time I need to pull my wallet and out. And look at us right now. <laughs> okay. Wait, what are you talking about? I'm not high. <laughs> no, I'm saying the belt makes us all... Do we have oh, the conversation right yeah. now? Yeah. Okay, there we go. We're talking about it right now. I'm finna say yeah. She's trying to so Kim, Kim really came through with the knowledge. Uh, she's a black woman out of Texas. She... You know, I'm not going to tell you her, her her whole story, but the point is, is she like started this company 14 years ago. And I feel like it's just it's just we're really one excited that we had her on as a guest. And two, like we hope that you all, if you haven't tried Spy Belt, try it. Yeah. And if you and if you're looking for where to buy it from, 
Last lap corner store is your spot. <laughs> Already know I got you. You see the way I amp you up? Like, yes. I'm really your friend. You are. And I okay. appreciate you. Thank you. We're you know friends. what I'm saying? Go best friend. Go best friend. Exactly. There we go. Baby, you know. He'd be yeah. trying to pretend like I'm not his best friend. Oh. <laughs> Every time you say that, my heart drops. <laughs> my heart drops. I'm I like, don't... I'm your best friend in this in this environment. You are my best running friend. <laughs> yes, you are. You know what I mean? Yes, you can you have are. best friends in different areas and different friend groups. Yeah, August. You too, August. You are our best friend. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. So, yes, yes, yes. You're right. You're right. You're right. So, okay. So, let's not, let's not do any more spoilers. What's your week been like? My week has been really, really good and really, really frustrating. All at the same time, had some really amazing moments. Uh -huh. um, I spent some time as okay. Just get into it, bro. We're here now. <laughs> say what you got to say. It's just been a really good. It's been a really good week. It's been a really smooth week. You know, I've gotten the proper amount of attention from people that. I've a person that I've really wanted said attention from, and it's been awesome. It's been really nice. It's really been See, this is not elevating take the my week. Um, if you know, you know. But also, <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say. You know, hey. Um, but also, <laughs> I did do too much last week. I did so. I did a mal time trial. Okay. Right, and. Um, I ran with Aaron, Gabe, and Greg. So Aaron is my co-founder of Seven on Sundays. Gabe and Greg is one of the guys, two of the guys who runs with us on a regular basis. Uh, Greg is amazing. He, him and his wife does Ultras together. Shouts out to Colleen. Yeah. Like they get down. Okay. Yeah. Um, every time I speak to them, they train it for a new half new 50k something's going on right wow um so he was ready to hit this mile time trial gabe him and his beautiful braid are basically aerodynamic okay he's got a rat tail uh, no he got his he got long hair that he just he said a braid yeah his long hair he braids into a single braid and which it goes is in down the to back the of his, of his which is in the back of his head no nah, what you mean that's you, a rat tail no a rat tail is just one little braid like and you, you said like he you has one braid. Okay, I mean, like, okay, I'm trying not to be offensive, but like Indian style, you know, like like Mexican girl, like, like if you took your long oh, hair. Oh, you say he braids all of his hair. Yeah, it's a okay, one okay, big okay, braid. Okay. But you said the way you was talking about he has hair and then he has a braid, it made it seem like it was like he has hair and then he has a braid back there. No. Okay, I understand now. Continue. Okay, okay. For the listeners, if you took, if you got long hair and you braided all of that hair into one long braid like Pocahontas, that's it. what I'm talking about. I hear you. Okay, but it's it's long, it's beautiful. Paul's, he is really fast. Okay. okay. And so I got out with them. I So Aaron told me to run them when you're racing them out, you run out fast. Okay. You start fast. So you can get at the front of that pack, get into that first lane. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, so I did that. So you, you came out fast. That first 50. 
I was doing a smooth 510. Jeez. Okay. That first 300, I was doing a smooth 515. Okay. Oh, no. That second lap. Okay. That second lap was a smooth 530. Okay. And okay. Wow. Right. The the second, the third, and the fourth lap, I got into the sixes, thankfully, because I was just like, bro, you got to slow down. Did, so did the strategy work? So I PR by 45 seconds. My average time was like a 630. Okay. Okay. Uh, by that fourth lap, I was probably somewhere in the low sevens. I was Interesting. I was tired. Only reason Gabe didn't let me is because there was only four laps to run, and right. he finished his fourth lap just as I was starting my fourth lap. Wow. So it was, I say all that to say that I ended up hurting my leg. What part? Um, Like the inner calf situation. The one I talked about last week, right? The way, where my legs hurt. Yeah, I'm going to let you finish this story. Because your shin splints are obviously contagious. No, you and you Go been ahead and finish and this little story and let everyone know how this progressed. Put I know her the shin story. splints on me. Continue. So the next day. Of course, I got to meet up. You know what I'm saying? I got to come out to gumbo Saturday mornings. You know, I have my reasons. And I decide I'm going to run 12 miles. If you know, you know. So I run my 12 miles. And the nine miles in, the outside of my ankle, right ankle starts hurting on the same leg. Got it. I didn't say, let's walk the rest of the way. I said, let's slow down a little bit. Mm. And then I sprinted to Nico. Nico be going. Nico be moving. Yeah. And he didn't look like he was moving. So I was like, I, he ain't just going to pass me up. You know what I'm saying? I had I had Kiara. Uh, 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 um, uh, oh, I forgot all their names. Jared? No, no, no. You know the three girls who run together. Oh, Kiara. Stephanie. Stephanie. Danica? No. Deanna? Was, let's stop now. Who is Stephanie? I feel like all three of these people listen to this podcast. Who is Stephanie? No, her name is not Stephanie. But oh my God, why am I forgetting their names? Are you talking about Key? Because there's Kiara and then there's Key, so it's like, and they run at different paces. No, Kiara, Kiara, Key, run, mommy, Key. We call her Key because there's two Kiara. Okay, I didn't know there was two Kiara. Get with it. I did not know at all. Yeah. Oh my God, why can't I remember the other two? I don't know who she runs with. Because okay. I, from from what I, I mean, I don't, I don't know oh what group God. she's I, really. At the more we say on this, Sasha. Sasha. You called her Stephanie. I called Sasha Stephanie. <laughs> I definitely called Sasha Stephanie. And then the third person is, and y'all, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm just, Emily. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. sorry, Sasha and Emily. I don't know why I couldn't now we know. remember your names. But they were like right behind me. And so Nico come blazing by, pretty as a motherfucker, no shirt on, just run past me. So I'm like, nigga, you're not finna just embarrass me. So I start running, I start picking it up, foot still hurting. So I make sure I got around the corner and a little bend. I look back, ain't nobody see me. I stop, I start it. You know what I'm saying? Trying to, trying to wiggle my foot, like, bro, stop, stop, stop. So I start running again. He was long gone by then. Uh, but they ended up catching up to me and passing me because I had to slow down. And I still ran my last, what, three, four miles when I should have just walked. And so now I haven't ran well, no, no, no. since Saturday. I, the, no, no, no. What else did you do after that? Oh. Yeah. Finish the story. 
So I decided I was going to rest it and not run on Sunday. But then um, uh, one of the photographers from Gumbo Media came through. So I ended up riding my bike with Seven on Sundays to host the photographer. And then after that, we went to the point where if you don't know, treading water and swimming, even if it's a little bit, is not resting your ankle. Okay? No, it's not. So I spent three hours in the water. Three yeah. I didn't know that part. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we was on the north side of Promontory Point, and you know you could swim across to where the ladders are. Mm-hmm. I swam half that distance and back. Why? I just want to see if I can do it. Okay. And I did I did I did weather well. Shouts out to Karen for letting me know how well I did. But like my ankle did not appreciate that. And so I have not run since Saturday now. Okay. See, now, I'm glad that you, thanks for the update. Mm-hmm. I want to hear more about your update, but I just want to tell my tell our listeners that, okay, I told you guys I got my shins looked at. Ian's been giving me shit about my shins for the longest. Talking about, oh, they just pop up when they, when it's convenient for you. Okay. <laughs> oh, they hurt this week. How are they going to feel next week? They wasn't hurting last week. They could get away from me. So, look, I oh, got my shins. Look, I got, I got them looked at by a professional, Dr. Ryan. Optimal performance. I keep shouting them out because he's thorough. And I was telling the Gumbo Fit crew this as well, because it's like, if you hurt yourself and you're a runner, you're an athlete and you just like, like, for instance, we've had runners who have gone to like the ER or they go to a chiropractor or they go to just like, just a general doctor that is just like a doctor for just, but doesn't really know fitness. It's like they're, they can only do so much so they can do what they do as far as their knowledge about the body and and what they focused on. But then it's like, if you're not going to see a physical therapist, they're not going to give you like a plan for getting better for healing. And so, and I've been reluctant to go see a physical therapist for the longest. I've been dealing with shin splints since 2019 It's 2021. Okay. So I'm also talking about myself here. Uh, but so I went, saw Dr. Ryan, he was looking at my shins. He like, had me stand on one. He had me do a couple different things so he could just see how my my feet were moving, where my strength was at. He told me that my left shin was probably at like sixty percent capacity. My right shin was at like seventy seventy five percent capacity. The point of saying that is that you know things start hurting and you and you can get injured when compa- capacity exceeds, um, like when you just exceed capacity. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So with that being said. He was telling me that you could fuck up your shin, mm-hmm. right? And it could hurt. And mine hurt on the inside, which is posterior, which is the back. But it's like that's the inside of your legs. And so not where the bone is, but slightly more inward. And, you know, he was rubbing out some uh, scar tissue there. But he was saying that there, it all connects all the way down into your ankle and into your foot. So if you hurt your shin and you keep pushing past capacity, mm-hmm. okay, and you keep going... <laughs> okay. Yeah, the way she's looking at me right that now. That shit will creep its way down into your ankle. Mm. So it's probably the same issue is my point. Yeah. Gotcha. So that's something I was telling Ian just the other day. It's just like, now you, if your ankle hurts, that doesn't mean it's not the shin still. Um, and so it's, it's definitely like, I highly advise, highly advise going to, see, going to see a physical therapist to our listeners and then obviously to you too. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, Shouts out to Jorge. He dropped some of the workouts that they gave for him for his ankle. 
Nigga, uh, I'm talking about your shin still. That's my point. You got to get your stuff figured out. His stuff is his his knee. Uh, he was talking about his knees and his ankles, but that might not be the shin situation. So I need to pull up the optimum. I'm saying like he, it could just be your shin situation. Yeah. That has creeped down into your ankle. Okay. Or it could just be your ankle, but ultimately his his diagnosis ain't going to be your diagnosis. All right. I'll make time. Okay. Actually, I did take time for myself, okay. which was the summer leg day. The Sunday late day. You, you challenged me last I week. I did, I did. I did take some time to myself to enjoy that. And I took like two naps that Sunday, um, which glorious one was better than the other. And it was amazing. It was really, really nice. Some really good sleep. And sleep? I enjoy it. Yeah. Sleep. sleep. Okay. Z's. Oh, okay. You know, good Z's. You feel me? Um, but yeah, and now, so now I've just been resting, icing, keeping my foot up and enjoying it all. Yeah. Yeah. How was your week? <laughs> you don't have anything else? Nah. Wow. Okay. I thought you had an announcement yourself. Oh, oh, we doing announcements. Well, I mean, like, when else we are we going to do We do announcements it? after the, uh, okay. I, mean, I can do the announcement after the interview. Okay. Well, so my week has been good. I got like, I mean, I guess I already said it. I got checked out. I got my shins checked out, which I feel like was last week. Yeah, it was like after we had recorded. So that was really good. I have an exercise to do. Got to follow up with that. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know what, what else to say, really. I don't really know. Uh, That's smooth. Yeah. <laughs> just, we just watching August, August from like musical chairs. He's, He's like, just, are y'all done? In his own world, there is probably a soup of what used to be ice cream right. sitting okay. at the table. You see now he's looking over here. Yeah, don't make eye contact. Don't, don't make eye contact. contact. We, yeah, we, I got you. So you had a, you uh, had a really smooth week compared to the previous week and stuff like that. But this was also your staycation week. Uh, oh, thank you for reminding me. Yeah, we actually, so Matthew and I like both were like tired, you know, and we actually just implemented four day work weeks for gumbo media so we're not requiring any of a like any of our um anyone anyone who works with gumbo media to have to work on fridays if they choose to that's great but for the most part we encourage everyone to take friday off and enjoy the weekend because ultimately it makes them better and more efficient during monday through thursday um and that's actually statistically just found um and it was it was it felt just because friday ended up being a day where we didn't we weren't at our computers necessarily, but we were getting things done that we needed to get done in our own lives. Mm-hmm. And then Saturday and Sunday, we actually just didn't do anything. You That's know? Like, like we did things, but it had nothing to do. It was actually the weekend versus Saturday being the day where we run around and get stuff done. Right. And then only having Sunday. So right. Friday was very nice. Like we're currently looking for a car. So we'll see about that. You know, I ordered a bidet. A uh, little tissue Ooh. thing. Yeah. Oh, my God. I can't wait for it to get here. Y'all. Clean assholes all okay. everywhere now. Yes. It's like it's called a tushy. Y'all know I love brands. OK, so yeah. here's another brand drop. They don't pay me. This is just me being me. Tushy. T-U-S-H-Y. I heard it's super easy to install. Yeah. See, you even know about it. And right now, yeah. let, me pl- let me put the plug on and hopefully by the time this comes out, it still is uh, this discount. But it's on sale right now for $99. Oh. Yeah. And it's from one. like $130 to $99. Yeah. Yeah. I so one. I was like, 
Okay, it's time. So that's on the way. Very Tell exciting. Shorty, go. Go right. I also bought a little meditation pillow because I've been getting. Okay, you are too <laughs> much, man. I also got a meditation pillow because I like to get my work done. Like I like to be. I love uh, like a humble. Like to be low to the ground i realized like i love the floor okay. like as a kid love the floor i feel like kids play on the floor all the time but like i love just like like i like to stretch midday i like to roll out on my foam roller midday yeah and it's like i want to be able to sit at my coffee table but like near the ground and not on my couch because the couch is like couches just be making you just it's like bad form i just you know yeah. so that's something my butt always sucks like the way i'm sitting right now yeah, it's not it's yeah not good for you. i don't i don't yeah. ever sit properly on exactly. the couch it's just like like i could probably you just leaning. use my stomach as a plate exactly <laughs> exactly so like i so i'm really just looking at a, like creating a new workspace uh because like also even sitting at my desk it'd be too much for me sometimes i just need to like switch it up so mm -hmm. there's that you know and then i also I also went to the beach on Sunday. We went to Indiana Dunes. We went hiking. Ooh. Yeah. And then we spent the entire day at the beach. And if you go hiking to the beach versus just going to the beach, like there's the beach at Indiana Dunes. But then there's the if you go to the, to the nature center, which is further down the road, once you've entered um, and like mm -hmm. paid to enter, you like go to the nature center. And then that's where all the trails start from. And then that's, you can hike, that'll take you to the dunes, but then it, it's along the, it's along Lake Michigan. So all of it is beachfront. Wow. So then really you end up having an entire beach to yourself because no one else is over there. That's smooth. Yeah. So we literally had the whole beach like to ourselves. And then every now and then a random person would walk by who's like hiking. Yeah. So definitely suggest that. I love the dunes. Again, it was my first time going all summer long. So I'm really just trying to like make the most of the rest of summer mm -hmm. um and and enjoy i love it i love it i'm thoroughly yeah. enjoying that mm -hmm. indiana dunes writing that down date idea it's great Damn. great for the kids too it's a great yeah. beach place too i love it you could literally just pull up and go to the beach i love it i'll take them to 63rd that'll be all right yeah <laughs> the hiking the nature i'm reading this book called the nature fix it was um and it, it's about like just how nature improves your mental health you know mm -hmm. all, all of that stuff and just makes you happier person which is like obviously but it talks about the science behind it and there's it's so just like simply walking under trees the even the smell that trees give off like it, it makes you a happier person and i'm i've just started the book i'm like in i'm probably a third of the way in so um there's more to it by the end i'll def definitely give a review dope and then i'm gonna read shoe dog Yes. Um, which is about the creator of Nike. So, yes. you know, maybe this will turn into a little like book review thing. I'm with it. We could do it. We could do a whole read episode on Shoot Up. Have you read it? I've listened to it twice and read it once. Oh, we are definitely doing that. Yes. Fantastic. Just give me time to finish it. No, take your now time. Now I have the pressure to actually do yeah. it. And then I'll let me know when you start it. Because I might need to refresh. Let me get to this first up. book quick and then yeah. I'll do a review. No, on let that. me know when you start Shoot Up. And okay. I'm going to refresh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Lit. I'm with that. That's I'm my super update. with that. That's smooth. That's smooth. So, okay, you've heard how we've been doing for the last week. You've heard all of our, you know, hints and everything, uh, all of the beautiful relaxation that we did this week. Yeah. Now I want you to sit back, kick your feet up, listen to this dope interview that we had with Kim Overton of Spy Belts. Enjoy, and we'll see you 
right after that interview with with some pretty cool updates and announcements that we both have. And we have a listener letter emailed, typed up. Heard that. Yes, yes. Be ready. Stay tuned. Enjoy that. There we go. All right. So officially, welcome to the Runners Club podcast. Thank you for for coming on. Thank you for having us. But you're our visitor. (laughs) Thanks for having me. Everybody who's listening, we have Kim Overton, the uh, founder and owner of Spa Belt. That's right. Yes, yes, which is uh, actually one of the uh, one of the companies that I carry within my store. One of the few black-owned businesses that I have in my store, which is my goal is to hit like ten black-owned businesses, and you are number four right now. So okay. we're helping make that happen. So thank you with that. That's great. Uh-huh. Thank you. So the way our podcast normally goes is um, you probably you just missed it. Um, we usually ask us. We usually ask each other how our last week was going. So um, how's the last week with the company? How's, you know, all of that? How the kids doing? I know we talked about us uh, both having children. That's right. Well, last week was the last week of camps we kind of did like a last camp parcel camp week so we played and uh they wrapped up whatever camp they had just getting ready for school to start which is tuesday for us so just really embracing the last days of getting sun rays and summer the way i did when i was a kid you know it's so easy to get wrapped up and and work and the minutia but men and the kids eyes summer is just amazing so i have to slow down and go swimming with them and go to the park and just say, hey, enjoy it. School's starting soon. So we just spent time embracing the summer. Right, right, right. I feel like Austin is perpetual summer, is it not? Remember, we had that freeze. Uh, but that was like a special situation. That wasn't like how it usually is. No, it's not. It's, um, it's pretty warm. We have swim weather probably till early October. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, come springtime, like spring run season, everyone's pretty much in shorts. Uh, February, March. I've been to Austin for South by Southwest. So I've been probably one of the outrageous people that she was probably cursing out who just come and visit your city. I love and it. A little strip up or whatnot. So I don't know. Oh, I love it. You love it? <laughs> awesome. I love all the energy, all the people that come here. I lived in New York City for 12 years. I'm a city person. I'm from Austin, but I grew up in downtown Austin, so I love that city vibe. Uh-huh. And I love New York City. I love crowds. And so when, like, diversity and culture and style, other than flip-flops and cut-off shorts, come to town, it's just fun, you know? It's, it's, it's exciting. We love it. I love it. I, myself, I know a lot of people don't like it, but... It's what makes this city, so I love it. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Well, um, I would love to just have you first introduce yourself and your business, just so we know, because I was going here. I was saying STI belts, and y'all just said spy, spy belts. So spy, please, yeah. just yeah, let's uh, let's hear from you, just like you know, more just a j- intro, and then also um, about your business. Sure. Yeah. I'm Kim Overton. Yeah. Again, thanks for having me. I'm the creator of the Spy Belt. It's an acronym for small personal item belt. I launched it 
officially 15 years ago. I was a personal trainer at the time and I was out on a run and I just thought of it one day. I had my key tucked in my bra top and it was during ACL. I remember I was running on the trail. So it was September of 06 and it hit me literally like a lightning bolt. I went home that day. I was living with my grandmother at the time and I just sat there and I hand sewed the first prototype and yeah, I wore it to the gym. My clients were like, what's that? And it just it took off. And then I had a booth at the Austin Marathon 2007 mm-hmm. for our launch. Paul Carosa was running at the time. He's the founder of Rentex, which was the first running specialty store here in Austin. Anyone who's from here knows Paul Carosa. Just a great guy, supportive of entrepreneurs. And he gave me a spot at his expo. He's like, here's the booth, Kim. Go for it. Good luck. And I sold 150. Wow. Dang. Wow. I went back to my boss, the owner of that gym where I worked. I was like, I got to quit. <laughs> I've got this thing I'm doing. And she was sad to see me go, but she ordered 50. Mm. So I knew I was onto something when my boss ordered 50 of my new product. And then I just um, hit the ground running. So was, was, were, were those first like 150 or the 50 that your boss? Uh, purchase that all like handmade or by the end did you have like a manufacturer? Oh, to this day they're handmade, but I made with my grandmother's help the first about 2000. My grandmother came back from New York and like fate brought me back right after I moved back, maybe three months later, my granddad passed, but I was right there. And so she had me as her roommate. It was pretty amazing that I came back. I was living with grandma. I was like, hey, I've got this thing. You want to cut fabric? She's like, sure. So he's washing Dr. Phil. <laughs> Cute. And it was great. And we sewed them. And then we started getting more and more orders. I was like, grandma can't keep up and I can't keep up. And so I found the sewer that I'm still working with to this day. So I'm working with the same guy I found back in the day. And so they're still handmade, but not by me, obviously. Um, and then they just grew organically. You know, there wasn't a loan, there wasn't an investor, it's still just me. And it just snowballed, literally. And as I can handle it, I recruited my brother. So my brother worked with me for gosh, almost 10 years. And wow. we just hit the road. We're both single at the time, did as many expos as we could, having so much fun, just traveling the country. And, um, <laughs> It was great. And then I had to sit at the office because I was getting orders by stores. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is, this is happening. That was pretty exciting. So this has been over 10 years. How, how many years in total? 14. Wow. Uh, that's what I say. Like, what? <laughs> 14 years? Yeah. It's, it's been really amazing. So grateful for this product. It's done you well. And just the fans. The people, we're here because of our customers. Right. Local. Like, hey, you guys love it, but make it in this color or make it a double pocket or wider elastic or a water bottle. Like, okay, put it back and make it. Yeah. Call China and wait, you know, six weeks, six months. It's just, it's exciting. It's very, right. it's my personality. I like, just, you know, I love a challenge and I love, um, just exciting customers and seeing people happy and being a part of people's lives. So 
It's cool. Yeah. So, like, I mean, was it just something that you just kind of did for yourself, or this is something you felt like the running community need? Because, I mean, I would have never thought to start to make a belt, okay? Like, I feel like anybody else who's jumping into the running industry or uh, what is it, the fitness industry, tights, bra, like, just those big items, socks maybe, hats, but belts, like, what what made you just put all your eggs in that basket? Well, they say necessity is the mother of invention. So it was just at that time, right? So I I needed it. I made it. And I was an entrepreneur. I had a I had a fitness video at the time called Love Your Legs. So my fitness video was all about legs for women. And I was running while I was training to figure out how to promote my video. And that's when I was sort of like, da 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 like, oh, this this key and my bra and each a little belt. And at the time Belts were just bulky. You know, I'm not running the mountains. I just need something that doesn't bounce. Like, that's the number one thing. Doesn't bounce, but it's so self. You know, I want it to be small. I don't need all this water and stuff. So that wasn't on the market. Right, right. Out of the need. And I found other people wanted the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's real. Like, that bounce so important so many belts i've had from like nike that just want to slap me in the butt every step that i take and i mean it don't even take me out to dinner first it's just you know like i don't i'm i love your belts for the simple fact that it's not even it's not bouncing it's not hitting me and anything because honestly like i just started wearing my belts like across my chest there yeah get rid of that uncomfort or that weird feeling because a lot of times when it's bouncing it's out of sync with my cadence so it's just throwing me all the way off and I think um, I think I accidentally ran with your belt around my waist the first time I ran with it because I know the second time I ran with the first time I didn't even try it I just threw it right across my right across my chest and just did it that way then the other day I don't know what made me put it around my waist when I uh, biked over to meet uh, Corny and Gumbo, but I kind of forgot it was there and I just kind of started running. And it was like maybe two miles in that I thought, oh my God, where's my phone? And I had it in my chest and realized I had the belt on and it was, I didn't change it. It was smooth the entire run. I think we did probably like about four or five miles that day. That's great. If it did bounce, we wouldn't be here. Yeah. It was like in the way and yeah, I know it's supposed to make people feel comfortable. It's supposed to forget about it. Yeah. Like you did, just go about your day, do your thing. And it's it's helping you out. It's holding your phone. In the very beginning, I would also be like, where's my phone? Yes, it's mm-hmm. all. So that's a good sign. That's good to hear. That's a good sign. I, love, I would love to hear, um, obviously, more about the product, but also just like your running journey, because it is a, a runner's podcast. So we also just kind of want to know, like, where did you get your start? What do you like? Like, you know, are you a marathoner, ultra marathoner? Do you for shorter runs? Like, are you currently training? Um, yeah. No training. I prefer shorter runs. That's my thing. For me, running, I prefer solo. It's my meditation. It re- helps me reboot. Mm-hmm. 
I'm more of a casual runner. So a lot of our customers, especially like when they're at the expo, a lot of first-time marathoners, South marathoners, or they've run several. I love them. I admire them. I'm like, good for you. Like, I don't run marathons. <laughs> like, I'm not a distance girl. I was a gymnast growing up. And my brother runs marathons. He's like, it's in the mind, Kim. I'm like, my knees. <laughs> on concrete, I, I get issues. But I'm real happy in the three to six mile zone. That's- it's just for me, it's just, that's my happy place. Right. Right, right. So running for you is just where, where you go. Like you say, you don't, you don't, so you don't do any run clubs down there, Austin. You just kind of keep it to yourself. It's personal. You know, yeah, I've never been a group fitness person. Okay. I don't, I used to lead group fitness. Like I like being the teacher or the leader. Gosh. I don't run with, I used to run with music back in the day, but I don't. I just, you know, I just zone out and think. There's so much going on in life in general and my life with the kids and the business and family and COVID, I get away, you know, and I just, um, I don't listen to music. I change it my route too. Like went that way, I'm going to go this way. I don't like routine mm-hmm. about how far I'm going. Um, and my body just feels, my body knows the distance. And then when I, usually when I'm done, I top it off with um, some calisthenics. Okay. Gymnastics and personal training. So it's it's a combo for me. Um, I'll do the runs for lung fitness, heart. I'm 50, right? So for me, it's real important to keep my my lungs going. I also have a lung condition. Okay. Prevents me from um, breathing too heavy. So I've got like, this, you know, a comfortable zone. And um, it's real important to keep my lungs active and healthy and my body and my mind so i'm all about mind body right so i gotta keep the routine going yeah i'm traveling and i like miss a time or two i'm like i feel a little off you know so yeah yes it's my time to to reboot stay right yeah i'm trying to get into that whole uh working out doing some strength training after my run it's like, especially the long run, like right now, training for the LA Marathon, so it's double digits. And trying to go and lift anything that isn't a fork after my run is, is really, truly asking for a lot. So, hey, do you try the calisthenics? Just your own body weight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, that's kind of my go to body weight, um, especially during training season. It's just really body weight, maybe some resistant bands. I'm not spending crazy amount of time in the gym lifting crazy heavy weights. It's just more about maintenance, you know, so I can hopefully stop myself from being injured. Got it. Oh, hi. Hi. Yeah. Hey, hi. Hey. He's in his uh, doctor's suit pajamas. I love it. I love I'll it. be out in a little bit, honey. There you go. Oh. 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 Oh
they would have uh-huh. over the podcast. Yeah, and be like, all right, and now this is the kids' podcast. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <Anyway>. no. <laughs> carries his Mario car wherever he goes. Really? He just got into Mario. That's so funny. Well, I would love to know, and I, like, I know we, we have a lot of questions, but um, would love to know, like, with 14 years in the game at this point, finding a very, like, niche product that is successful. Oh, you know, I have one of those, too. Okay. Right. I got the ball black. I love it. This is show and tell. I didn't know that. Yeah, he's ready. What are you doing? Um, uh, 14 years in the game. Yeah, well, 14. Bye. Good night. <laughs> Love the pajamas. You look amazing. Uh, yeah, so, so we're with me 14 years as an entrepreneur, just like, you know, loving being a leader. I, I feel like I can relate to that as well. Like, I I didn't do group fitness until I started my own group fitness uh, through Gumbo Fit, which um, Ian knows well. And then he was starting seven on Sundays near the same time. And uh, we trained for my, we trained for the marathon in 2019 together through Gumbo. Um, Currently we're training a much larger group of folks. And so it's very fun. And I definitely plan on, you know, making sure everyone knows about your products. Um, Do you have um, a product? It, are you going to be launching any new products in the future or do you feel like you want to like expand more? Cause I, like I said, I have your water bottle clip, which is fun. Yeah. I love that it can just clip onto the belt and be detachable. Cause I do feel like when it's just like on the belt, you don't have a choice. And it's just right. fun. So, yeah. Yeah. We launched a new style product or like a water bottle, something very different, maybe every six months, six okay. months year every six months new patterns every quarter um, we have to right but that main file the original file is like the chuck shoe you know it's that's their original design they got they got the wedges they've got the high tops but everyone knows the chucks in the very beginning my distributors and sales reps were really nice they're like love your product Kim but when people buy one they're not going to want another one and that, that's going to be that People continue to buy that one product. But yeah, at the moment, we have a crossbody. So Ian, you were saying you wear one across your chest. That's sort of the trend now. Everyone's wearing these crossbodies, right? That's, this is our new crossbody. Whoa. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's 50 front. We also have one, probably have one close by here that's wider. And so, you know, guys like the wider ones that get real snug against the chest. You know, make sure that we send you one of those. Okay. It does. It's longer, so it just wraps around. I was in St. Martin for girlfriend's birthday in, in April. Traveled with it. It's great. You just put your passport in it and everything you need. Yeah. It's a bit bigger. And if you want, you can wrap it around twice, and it does double as a spiral. So. Well, and I just want to give context to our listeners uh, about the fact that, like, the belt it's that like yes the, the belt that goes the part that goes around your body whether it be your waist or the, the crossover it's like the belt is the same size so it expands which is it blows my mind because i'm like you just said you put your passport, passport in. phone like that's oh my, my god phone. i just put my phone in it 
Yeah, it just expanded. So like it's for our listeners, it's like the belt, it's so compact and you can put whatever in it to expand it to your size. And then it just kind of sits there all snug. I love it. It's like a snake when it eats a rat, you know, it's got that thing. <laughs> like yeah. You're like, wait, it expands the helmet? Yeah, yeah. So the elastic of the original is one inch wide. So they can, your listeners can imagine it. The pocket's about one inch wide, right? So then it, it does expand to the width of any phone on the market. This mm-hmm. is a smaller one. I think it's a 10. But whatever the giant phones are that they have. Yeah, you got the iPhone with the three cameras on it. Yeah. You can fit it in there. No it's problem. really nice, by the way. Yeah. No problem at all. Yeah. Yeah. You have to increase the size of the product based on the phones growing. And yep. tells the story better than anyone. It's like, hey, guys, make this a little bit bigger so we just yell to the back and they make it bigger and that's the beauty of manufacturing in austin just pivot on a dime it's great but yes this crossbody is the latest i'm real excited about it i'm excited about that because i am definitely into crossbodies i i kind of i was shunning men for having their bags or whatnot oh yeah and then so you tied it you're like wait a minute (laughs) honestly august once again, you know, it's like I didn't want to do a big duffel bag. So I was like, let me just get something to carry to have it snacks in and stuff. <laughs> I'm falling in love with it. That's I need one. I enjoy it. So I'm excited to try that because sometimes I don't have a lot. So I don't need the legit fanny packs on my chest or whatnot. Something just kind of <laughs> small and inconspicuous because the, the, the original spa belt. It kind of, it, when I do wear across the body, I don't care how much I loosen it up. It's like hugging. Me. So it's, it's a little bit much. I was wondering right. about that. Right. But now that you got the, I see that the belt length on the, uh, on the cross body is a lot longer. So yeah. I got some, I got a little bit more play with that. So I'm enjoying that. that. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Courtney, I don't know about you, but if I have a big purse, I'm going to fill it up. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. Right, like, and I'm digging for the little stuff on the bottom. <laughs> like, why did I bring in this and this and what? You know, like, I don't, I don't, do other women do that? I think they do. Like, if, yeah. if this is there, I'm going to fill it. Well, it's like you don't also want to carry around an empty, large bag that's like, right. things are just like falling all over the place either. It's almost like you you fill it to make it stuffed. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. yeah. Exactly. My, my mom. We got this funny story. We talk about her, like she has this really big purse that she loves. And one day, because she's a police officer, she goes to court uh, with things like traffic court and stuff. And one day, her bag looked like she was preparing for doomsday. Mm-hmm. Like she forgets to empty her bag, so she goes to the courthouse. She goes through it, and they, I guess it set off the alarm or whatever. So they start, of course, they thinking, you know, she was off maybe hundreds in there. So they start going through it. She got four water bottles, <laughs> three knives, a gun. It's like so many things in this bag. And it's like, lady, where were you going with all of this stuff? But every time she picked, every time she grabbed her purse, she just threw something else down and then that's I didn't exactly it. In there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's exactly it. So another cool thing that I saw while I was uh, um, doing a little bit of research on you is that uh, you were originally born in Manchester, England, right? I was. Dope, dope, dope. How long were you there before coming to Safe Cut? 
a year. So my parents never right. in the army. Uh, my dad was in the American army. My mom was in the British army. They say that they met on the dance floor. Oh, wow. So I'm, a, I'm a dancer. I was a hip-hop dance teacher. I was on the grind as one of the main dancers back in the day in New York. But dancing is in our soul. That's a little side note. Um, so, yeah, they met in Germany, Hackney, England. We moved with my grandparents when I was one in Austin, Texas. So right. I can't say born and raised, but I've been there for almost 50 years. So I can pretty uh, much... I, I, Guy, <laughs> born and raised. I'm with it. Um, well, the reason I brought that up is because I also, when I was reading, it was like when you're growing up, um, you didn't think too much about ethnicity and the fact that you were a minority. I'm just wondering, um, did that mindset continue, um, into your adulthood? And then has that helped you being in running, which is a predominantly white space? It is. I, I have to give credit to my granddad. He was a civil rights leader here in Austin, president of the NAACP for 25 years. And there's a school name such an honor. Uh, he's a legend here in Austin. And he was just all about justice. You know, I don't care who you are, or what you are, you treat everybody the right way. And my dad was pretty vocal about treating people the right way and pretty loud sometimes and would maybe cause trouble, but I always knew that I just had equal rights to everybody else. And that was that. Um, and Austin, I don't know if it's because it's a hippie town back when I grew up in the 70s, but it felt welcoming. Mm. I also felt safe because my dad was, didn't take crap from anybody, right? So right, right, right. Dad, so I just was pretty bold as a kid and um, really comfortable in my skin. I didn't realize I was different until I moved away. I moved back to England and I traveled around. Actually, I experienced some issues like leaving Austin, um, getting pushed around a little bit, called names, mm-hmm. outside of my comfort zone, outside of my people in Austin. Um, yeah, I got pushed around when I moved. When I left, I was 18 or 19. I'm like, what is this? What? Why are people treating me? So differently, that that bullshit. So I really in New York City that was awesome because it's such a melting pot. Right, right, right. I was in New York. I was with my people. You know, it's, it's just you don't know where people are from, who, what people's background is, and that was I really appreciated that. You know, it was more like, what do you do? Like, where do you work? What what show do you dance on? You know, I was like, right, right. that until I became a personal trainer. And I've always sort of, kind of like with running on my own, I've always just felt really comfortable in my skin, even if I'm by myself. Mm-hmm. So running a business and being the only person of color or even woman at the trade show representing our product, it just didn't faze me. I was like, well, here's my product. No, look at this. Does this suit your need? Does this work for you? This, this works for a lot of runners. And like, Oh, okay. So focusing on the product and its functionality, not me. You know, so putting the focus on the product. I know it's more about running a business as a minority, but I'm so used to being. I was saying I felt comfortable. I'm so used to being different that it had felt normal. So I'm just used to it. Got you. Got you. Got you. Friends growing up. 
but that's just how it was, you know. I I'm used to being different. Mm-hmm. Being the only one at a trade show was kind of just the norm. Mm-hmm. People were saying stuff about me behind my back. I didn't know about that, and I didn't really care. Right, right. It's all about the product. Um, and when it comes to running or fitness, I don't care what anybody says. I never really have. So, right. I'm kind of focusing more on the product, but if people have asked me, "What's it like being a minority or a woman?" I'm like, that's a good question. <laughs> you know, um, I mean, no, that's, that's, I, I can see that. You know, just kind of, uh, especially in a in a space of business, kind of putting the blinders on and just centering the focus around the products and whatnot. I know uh, now um, with newer businesses, especially like my running store, where I'm putting in so much of my identity behind the brand. So I'm pop- I am, you know, in a way propping it up with so much of my blackness, uh, so much of uh, my Latino-ness and stuff like that, me being mix and things like that is that uh i i would say probably the trend right now and what i'm doing is a a little bit different um to what you were just speaking about and i think maybe maybe has a maybe it has maybe it's because like you had that specific product that you can just kind of put up and show out and whatnot and so people because I, I do, I was afraid of that coming in. Like, I had that moment where I wanted to decide, like, yeah, I am a Black business, but did I want to present as a Black business? Like, does that turn people away from running with me, especially because I'm in this predominantly white space, even though I'm trying to service the Black runners, service the community I'm in, which is 100% Black. Like, I had that pause in that moment, like, on my Instagram, on my website, do I want to project as, you know, a black business? Is that going to be scary or not? Um, yeah, and to have that pause is so ingrained, and it's it's, it's awful that we have that pause, right? Like it's going to it's going to turn people off or excite people, right? Yeah, I think but you're living your true you. Oh, go ahead. Now I'm just saying, but to live your true self, that is what it's about because at the end of the day, we just die with ourselves, right? Did we live the life we wanted to live? I don't know. It's yeah. easy yeah. to say that, but when you're like, I'm about to open a business, what's the right thing to do here? I've got a kid and bills to pay. Right. It's a lot to think yeah. about. Follow, follow. Okay. I feel you. I love you. Gonna yeah, I was just going to say, it, like, it definitely, like, I think we're all, um, we're all entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs here. But then at the same time, it's like the approach of any two black people is going to be different and how they decide to prop up their business and, and like, obviously the mission and vision that they see for it. Obviously, like we're all privileged for being light skinned, like, you mm-hmm. know, and, and I think that that definitely should be said because um, not everybody can move through their business without acknowledging the fact that they're black because it's just so apparent and, and they cannot escape it. Mm. Um, And so I think there's this, there's sensitivity there 
Um, I would say with like Gumbo Media, like our whole, our, our, we started, um, Gumbo Fit is out of Gumbo Media, which is brand stuff, which is, has a purpose of expanding the narrative of black life through content experiences opportunity. And so the Gumbo Fit is just that in the context of fitness. And I would say it's like, everyone is welcome here, but obviously because I'm a black woman, I'm going to do things that reflect myself and the things that I need, you know, like, and so, but it's not like, um, it's neither here nor there as far as like, um, you know, it attracts, it attracts people, the, uh, black, the black and brown communities, it attracts, uh, black and brown runners because it's a safe space, you know, for them to express themselves freely, um, which is also really important. And so, um, but yeah, so it's like, it, and obviously because that's community facing, it's a little bit more in your face. Um, but everyone is welcome. Um, I would say for myself, like hearing your story and also just thinking about like, if I were to launch a product down the road, what would that look like? Like I, I'm definitely inspired by like your journey and also just like how you're really about the product, because I think that that's what it takes in order to sell a product on a broad, in a broad way, for sure. Um, because it's not, because it doesn't always have to be, because at the end of the day, if you're a runner and you can use this product, that's all that matters. Yeah. Right. And I, I do appreciate that about the product and that we touch a broad community and that is true. And one that surprised me early on was the, the type one diabetes community of all, right? So type one diabetes, uh, folks with type one, we're in, in word insulin pump all the time and they keep their insulin pump in the spy belt. So we ended up making a spy belt that was specific for pump wearers. Wow. Most of the pump wearers that the products are kids. You know, I guess older, they have patches and different technology that they can wear for their insulin. But we have a massive following in the type 1 diabetic community. And it's just, it's great that we help so many kids and parents. It's the parents who are buying them. Right. And it, just, it has a broad reach from ethnicity, yeah. different uses, uh, people with allergies as well. They carry their EpiPen in it. But yeah, as you're saying, a product's different. Like, I don't have to be at the expo. They don't know what color my skin is. Mm-hmm. And I hope that when they find out my background, that they're like, oh, that's great, right? Um, oh, I don't want to buy that product anymore. That's just crazy. I can't imagine that mentality. Right. Maybe right. it's out there. And it is different if, if I'm in a store. I'm like, this is my store. This is what I'm about. It is different when you have a product. Mm-hmm. Product can just be a website, right? We don't have to have anything on there about the owner. Um, it is a little bit different. It's a different but Still, we reach so many people. And that's, I mean, that's the beauty of Spyball. It just crosses so many different groups. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, I think uh, I think my ability to keep my three-year-old quiet is slowly <laughs> starting to wind down. So I'm going to ask this final question, if you don't mind. Yeah, go for it. Um, have you, in the time that you've been privy to the running community through Spy Belt, have you seen, you know, changes in the running community, whether it's in Austin or the larger as you go from trade show to marathon to marathon? Have you seen any changes in the running community? And if so, what are those changes? I think more people getting into it and not being intimidated. Certainly got into it 
I wasn't comfortable in a running store. I see the treadmill and there's like someone looking at someone's gate. I'm like, oh, I don't know, you know. But now, like, like all are welcome no matter what level you are. If you're going to run a mile, if you're like skipping, whatever it is, I feel there's less of judgment and more acceptance of whatever level you are. Mm. We get that running's different for everybody. It's more, I see more people being proud that they're a runner no matter what level they are. I don't know if it's just me, but it feels like there's less pressure. I live in I live in downtown Austin, so I see running groups all different levels. And it that to me seems like the biggest change. It's just more groups, different acceptances. It just seems like it's reached a lot more people and people are more comfortable getting out there, even if they're a beginner or they're just starting out. So no, I love that. No. I love it. I like that. I like that. I would definitely like to end on that note. Yeah. And I will definitely be getting a crossbody. I'm definitely going to send me one, definitely, but yeah. I'm putting in an order for the store. I love for the awesome. crossbody. I'm excited about that. Awesome. This has been fun, y'all. Thank you again so much for having me. Yeah. Thank you for coming on. I really appreciate you. Have a good one. Uh, Thank you. you reach out anytime. And Thank Sounds you. Good. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks, Dan. Bye, Courtney. Bye. Yo, what's good? How did you guys feel about that interview? Yeah, it was you our know? first Zoom interview. First Zoom interview. Yeah. So, I mean, we may do more. We probably probably will do more. Um, so, yeah, first time. We were. I think I. I just really appreciate our our like our new listeners who down the road, they're going to be like, I remember when I used to listen to y'all and your, your sound was all over the place, <laughs> but I continued to listen. Yes. Yes. The day ones, yeah. honestly, this episode 11. And if you just tuned in last episode of this episode, I feel like you legitimately still day one because, yeah. and I was going to save this for episode 12, but since we're here now, me and Courtney, when we started, it was like, let's just, do 12 episodes. Let's get past the average podcast episode, which is like 12 or 13, and see where we go from there. And yeah. I feel like this feels super easy for yeah. me, for Courtney, and I'm feeling really good where this is going. And honestly, the next several episodes we have lined up yeah. might be, will be amazing. Fire, because you know, it's, it's just a countdown to the marathon. So obviously we got to get lit. Yes, yes. So just get ready. Let's go, let's go. I'm going to give my big announcement first. Yeah. Because one of us could not handle their announcement. <laughs> and so they needed to not only share their shin splints with the other person, but they need to share their anxiety, Look. knowing how nosy and how much I need to know things. I, but I just wanted to, to save it for me. the podcast and I couldn't like contain it inside. I, but I at least need to let you know I had something to say. Yes. And now. And, and I then, made it. Look, I, we're here. We're here. And we're you here. don't know it. I don't. And I, I don't really know yours. I feel stressful. like I know yours, but maybe... You do know okay, mine. Okay. You do know mine. Right. Mine is super easy. So, and I want to do like a big Instagram announcement, but Aaron was like, no, kids don't do that. Uh-huh. But um, yeah, Seven on Sundays is officially powered by Nike. Oh, yes, hey. yes. It's super awesome. Shouts out to Tim. Shouts out to Nike. But like, 
Powered by Nike, so that means, you know, we got the little swoosh behind us or whatnot, or the big swoosh, I should say. And um really excited what this will bring for our runners yeah. and stuff like that. And then also, like, sorry, Tim and Nikki, but that also means, like, me and Courtney might be double teaming on y'all. <laughs> oh, I already did that today in my meeting. I was like, well, you know, me and Ian, we're about, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was like, and, and so this is what we try to do. So, yeah. Right. Uh, it's, it's already happening and they know both it. Both But I also, but I would say, I would love to know what your, like, goal, your, like, your your mission is with this new partnership. Uh, so the mission with this new partnership is to expand on uh, we call, we want to lean into races mm-hmm. and things like that, but not necessarily traditional races. Um, with just the traditional five um, k, ten k, half marathon, marathon distances and stuff like that. Like we have enough of those in the city, um, and then also like Rolex Travel does it so well. Thank you. It's crazy. It's so efficient. It's so well done. Um, and I want to participate in those as much as possible. So I don't want to have anything like that on my end personally. So what's wrong? Yep. 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 Sorry. I have to get my three-year-old some attention real quick. Yeah. But like um, for me, the biggest mission is just to offer some alternative style racing. Yeah. And we have a couple different ideas, some with routes, some without routes, some team based races and things like that. Everything isn't going to be based just solely on your speed and stuff like that. So we have a couple couple things with couple things with that. That's my personal immediate goal. I know Aaron has spoken to me about leveraging our relationship with Nike for some community outreach. And things like that, um, especially for some of the youth in a community. Love that. Uh, trying to make that happen. Yeah. Um, so we'll definitely see a lot more of, of Seven on Sundays involved more in the neighborhoods that we're running with yeah. and whatnot. Um, of course, you know, Seven on, I, I feel like this is simple to say, but like we'll get, you know, some merch to give to our runners and stuff like that. But that's like, Whatever, you know, um, really it's about, you know, doing some races where we could uh, honestly sell some spots to to start generating some income to do some of the programming that we have been thinking of for the last two or three years, but just haven't had the capital to do. Yeah, I love that. I love that. I, and also I would say like when we first were talking, when you first told me about like seven on Sundays or like when you guys really started to hone in on what you wanted, I just remember you saying that you really wanted to be like the coolest run club. Yeah. You know, like, and like fast. Yeah. So like I, and I kind of see, and I, and, and I, I think gumbo fit and seven on Sundays complement each other really well because mm-hmm. like we have different passions, but with a core passion of running. So mm-hmm. like that's where our overlap is. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And I think, and, and so it's great. Like I love it. I'm so excited. And the fact that y'all are also sponsored by Nike, just, I think will open up so many opportunities for like just you and I as well. Like as, as co-hosts here mm-hmm. and just like, yeah. And as like, common like common um like just mutual run clubs i guess and in, in the yeah in the running community because yeah like i 
like children are not my ministry. <laughs> like people have literally <laughs> said so many times, like, do you ever want to do something with kids? Like, it'd be great. I'm just like, I don't think so. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, so the, to hear you say, like, we definitely want to work with kids. Cause I've been hearing Aaron say that for the longest. Cause it's, yeah. it is important because it's like, if you're going to encourage the next generation of runners, you need youth involvement. So it's just like, contact me when they're at least 18, you know, like <laughs> at least, you know, like, but I, I like, yeah, you know, kids, high schoolers, like I just, um, I'm not, I'm not opposed to being involved with them. Like I did that one thing with the champs. Yeah, yeah. Remember that where yeah, I like yeah. led a race and it was like high school, bo- like boys, which was hilarious because they're, they don't want to be told anything. Right. Oh my God. <laughs> and, so, and so even that I was like, Ooh, this is just, Ooh, God is telling me right now that this is not for me. But like, it, like that was for me in the moment, like the opportunity, but in general, I'm like, Ooh, like Something would really have completely to my facilitating mind. No. a program, yeah, right? Right. With high school students, yeah. Like even like elementary school, no. Yeah, honestly, I would rather no. deal with little kids versus high school students. No. I'm really curious to adult. see where Aaron wants to go with that, yeah, and what he wants to do. Um, uh, like one of the things we really want to do, but missed out. We thought we were going to get some kind of funding for Lululemon before. Nike and honestly we were giving 50% of whatever Lululemon was giving us to help build the STEM Academy over here at Phillips and Mm -hmm. stuff because I think their PE teacher ran a marathon um, to help raise money and stuff unfortunately we didn't get the grant we didn't get the funds so I couldn't share it with him yeah but you know we're always and I you know I'm gonna be completely honest and very transparent like our plans like it was like we were shooting for twenty thousand dollars and the goal was to give majority of that away some way, yeah. somehow. Yeah. Like we had the ideas for Phillips. We planned on like we was going to do another round of that virtual running challenge on a Nike running app and stuff like that or Strava because yeah. it was going to be Lululemon. And we was going to have like one of the one of the prizes be if you run a 5K and go to Sean Michelle's ice cream parlor, the black owned joint. Show them that you ran a 5K that day. You get a free scoop of ice cream. Yeah. And then we'll just cover the tab for that and stuff. So that's us investing or our way of giving money to a local black business that might have been impacted by the pandemic. Right. And uh, it was like one or two other businesses going to do the same way. Very little of the money was going to be used for ourselves. And there was no money that was going to be left over for us to save. Honestly, somebody had to tell us you need to work some money that you're going to save and put in a bank account into this budget. Because we was really just trying to figure out a way to take that $20,000, make some fly-ass shirts that we wanted to make, and give the rest away. Yeah. And stuff. Um, So Aaron is really big on that, you know, community drive, that community focus. And I'm definitely down to follow his lead and go there. But as you said, my immediate goal is fucking medals as many medals as possible because I, I know on the page that's why i'm like how you not gonna say you also want to be the baddest and the yeah, fastest i want we time. i want to be the fastest and the flyest running crew there is picasso eat your heart out you yeah, feel you me? I mean, in that sense y'all have a lot you know what i mean that's where our comp- competitiveness comes out because it's like we both think we fly because we are fly yes this period. is true so this is um, true and it, it it takes two it takes us like these two run clubs i think to kind of carry us both because it's like we can't you know what i mean it's just it is what it is and it works 
Yes, yes. So that's amazing. And I'm really excited for y'all and to just see what you do with the partnership. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Shouts out to all the runners mm-hmm. that made this happen. We, I super appreciate all of y'all. But now let's go. Okay. What What is this? What now is this? You like have to send me like a text and everything. I too much. And now I'm like, damn, I should have just kept my mouth shut. And you should have. It. Okay. <laughs> y'all, since I got checked out and I got the okay from Dr. Ryan and my shins, I officially signed up for a 50K. What? Okay. Yeah, it's in Arizona on December 4th, 10 days before my birthday. Oh, my God. My birthday is December 14th. And um, training starts now. Yes. <laughs> right now. And Coach Robin is coaching me. And, uh, yeah, and it's kind of something. It's, it's A lot is going into this. First of all, um, I pulled up the name of it. It's called the McDowell Mountain Frenzy Trail Run. Okay. And it's a, So it's a trail run, and it's a big-ass loop, one loop. Okay. 50K. Okay. In the mountains. God. In Arizona. Damn. It's going to be beautiful. That's legit. So, one, okay, to back up. One thing for my, this year for my birthday, like obviously the pandemic last year, I still had a great time. Me and Matthew, we was chilling. We got what you were, um, we got uh, a room at Sibiris. Sab- oh, the Sibiris. Sibiris, yeah. Oh, yeah, she yeah. had a good old birthday. Yeah, no, I was, we was chilling. You know, Sibiris is great. You know, like I made I would like, I enjoyed my birthday, but I also have been having like, ever since I was young, just the idea of like, yeah, I hear you. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, we gotta be quiet, y'all, because he's gotta listen to his iPod. Um, but I am taking the initiative this year, like after getting a therapist this year, and like really just trying to work on me. Part of working on me is also like being willing to celebrate myself without feeling awkward about it, which has always been kind of something for me. Agreed. And also, like, right, like you've said that you like it's weird sometimes when yeah. you're just like we're gonna do this and it's for me yeah um like <laughs> what so there's that and and then I and so so this year I was like okay I'm gonna celebrate my birthday I'm already I have a plan like I'm traveling on my birthday week like you know it's like I already like bought the Airbnb for it like the tickets are bought like my birthday is in December and I've finally it finally clicked it in my mind that I have to plan a far and far in advance because it's it's a holiday, it's a holiday month. Yeah, people take off. People are already booking stuff. So by the time I start thinking about my birthday in like November, everything like right, it's a joke. Right, everything's right. booked. Of course. And so yeah, I'm thinking about it now. Yes, mm-hmm. it's August. Low key bought that bought my little Airbnb last month. There we go. You know what I mean? I'm good. With that being said, though, I can't, like I realized, like, okay, I can celebrate the week, but I can also celebrate the month, low key, because like everyone is. Like, she said the month. You know what I mean? Like, why not? Now I'm expanding it, and I'm just like, look, I should incorporate some running, and I also have been like really interested in in ultra marathons, and just like the idea of like, okay, I ran a marathon, I physically know I can do it. Now, what is the next distance and race that like I haven't done yet? And so I started to talk to Coach Rob. I started to talk to Coach Robin, and she was just like, and she's all about trail. Yeah, she's all about. I mean, she's all about ultras and tries and trails. There we go. And so I was like, look, and I and we when we interviewed her because she was our first interview. Like, if you haven't listened to it, listen to it. Go back to it. Um, after we recorded, she was like, "What do you want to do? Think about it. 
And if it excites you, if it kind of scares you, it's probably the right thing. If it makes you, if, and, and then she tried it cause like, cause Ian's over here talking about, oh, you should do a mile. You should do a 5k. And I was like, I don't want to do these short ass distances. Like I want to do, I, like, I just, it just makes me kind of go, uh, yeah, I know I can run that though. Like, and I don't really care about being super, super fast. I want to be decently fast. One day I right. would love to qualify for Boston, right. but it's like, ultimately I want to just like distance is the thing that gets me over speed. I think. Got you. Like, that's what I feel yeah, is yeah. more of a challenge. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. So then I, one day I just texted Rob and I was like, I think I want to do a, an ultra marathon. And you know how she be. She was like, let's go. Look, it's already done. Uh, here, like, here's your race right here. Look, and then she goes, great. Well, there's this 50K and there's this. And I was thinking yep. like next spring, you know, I was thinking like whatever. She's like, she's like, this one is in December. It's December 4th. And I was like, I feel like these are just signs because it is in my birthday month. I can incorporate yep. it into like my celebration of accomplishing something new right yep. before my birthday. I was like, all right, let me go get these shins checked out. Get the okay to actually like do it. Um, and, and then like, and so that's what happened. So I paid for it last week. I love it. And I'm going to be training it. for it. I love it. I love it. I <laughs> wish I could come watch you. Yeah. I love it. This so sounds amazing. If anyone amazing. wants to join me. It sounds amazing. Mike was like, uh, I, I tried to get Mike to join, but he, he's probably just going to join a couple, couple of my long runs. Um, a five, a 50 K is 31 miles. Yes. So it's not too much more than a marathon. It's a lot more than a marathon. <laughs> I feel like when I was done with the marathon, I could have ran another, uh, five miles. Wow. I really do feel it. I mean, it, like, well, this is for you then. Yeah. <laughs> this is for you. <laughs> because I feel like I was like, I could have kept, cause at that point my, my body was just like mechanically moving. Yeah. And I probably could have just kept going. So and, and my goal with this, and I'm saying this out loud because I just want y'all to know this and, you know, you'll be on this journey with me because I have no idea when I'm going to accomplish this. But my goal is to run a hundred mile race. I would like to do that. You know, I'm definitely down and to so do I'm that. So I'm like working we talked my about way that. up. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like you could do a 50K, then there's a 50 mile and then there's a hundred K and then there's a hundred miler. And that's yeah. usually like, so that's kind of what I'm working up towards. Oh. My legs just started. Just say, my legs damn. just started hurting. But no, I'm I'm happy for you. You were looking for your race, for your space, and I think uh, there's something about doing a Chicago marathon, or probably doing any marathon in the city, because I have been watching the analytics. Y'all are watching in a quite a few. Y'all are listening in quite a few cities right now. Yeah, quite a few states. I mean, so shout out to all of y'all. Um, it's people in Vermont listening. Oh, hey, Vermont. So I, you know, what's like, up? What's up? What's up? Appreciate all of y'all. Yeah, yeah. But like, um, you know, it's just something about August. 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 Stop. He turned around like what? You making That's too much hilarious. Noise. I have to cut all of that. But <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's something about running these marathons in your city, especially if you do it one or two years and stuff like that, like you start to look, it, it starts to become habitual yeah. and whatnot. And I know like this year I was having a hard time with not running the Chicago Marathon. 
So I stumbled upon the LA Marathon. And I think, you know, without even noticing, maybe you was kind of going through the same thing. Oh, like for sure. not training for the Chicago Marathon. I tried training for it, remember? Right, you did? Yeah, with uh, everyone else. And then I realized this is stupid. Yeah, I can, uh, physically cannot train. And then I overworked myself and then hurt my shins even more. And then okay. I just like completely stopped running for a little bit right, and right, just right. focus on strength. Right. But I literally, it's because I, I wanted to run. I wanted to, I, the whole plan for me was, Take the because I didn't mean to interrupt you, no, but just quickly. My plan in 2019 was to take 2020 off and do something like I'm doing now with a cohort and all that stuff and focus on them and then run 2020, 20 this year, 2021. Mm-hmm. The pandemic happened, and now I feel like, in a way, I, I for a while I've been dealing with like, oh, I feel like it's like a year, everything's been pushed a year, yeah, yeah. As far as like my personal ideal schedule of running a race. And so I'm just, yeah, getting over that was a lot. Mm -hmm. Getting over the fact that I can't train the same race as the race that I'm also coaching. Yeah. Is like, that's, it's just like learning. Yeah. Um, And so, yeah. So now, and, and also just like realizing too, that I built gumbo fit out of the necessity to have community around me to hold me accountable to train. Yeah. And That's now right. I can't really use it to do that anymore. But you will. You will. You know, it's, because it's going, I can't run the same races. You feel me? But you know what? It's 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 going to be different because you you're not going to be training for this race alone. Oh well, th- I know, but I'm saying like I'm running the race. Mm-hmm. I'm training for something that the rest of the community is not training for. Is my point? Yeah. And that's okay. I'm. It's not like I'm sad about it. Okay, I, I told you to turn your iPad up. Yeah, you go turn it up, just like one or two notches. Try one notch at a time. Okay. Just a little longer. Yeah, our producer is tripping right now. Yeah, he's like, he's like, he's, he's on it right now. But no, I, I feel uh, you. I get you. Like, it's. I'm happy that you found your race. Is basically what I'm trying to say. Me too. And I think it's gonna be smooth. It's gonna be mad fun. Let's go ahead and pull up this listener letter before August just be like, comes over and closes his computer uh-huh. and says, fuck us. Every time he walks up to the computer, I'm like, he's about to pause his whole ass thing. <laughs> oh. Yeah. August. Yeah, you too loud, bro. Okay, hold on for the police. Uh, let me see. All right, bam. So, do you want to read this? Yeah, I'll read it. Bam. So, this is from... Jose Rosales. I don't know. Maybe, too, if you guys don't want us to say your name, just say, like, anonymous or something. But either way, I feel like it's not that serious. Um, I've been listening to your podcast. Funny as fuck. How y'all get off the topic. Yet, like, we've done several times today. Are there even topics? (laughs) Right. And was wondering how uh, do y'all deal with an injury? Um, I'm sorry, y'all, I don't have my glasses on, so bear with me. Right now, I'm dealing with a hip injury. I don't know how to treat it or how to handle it. I just keep running and and ignore the pain. Thank you. Well, I feel like I addressed this, Jose, a little bit earlier in today's conversation about just like I highly suggest not ignoring your pain. I highly suggest honoring what your body is telling you yeah. because you really should be going to see a physical therapist. You should be going to see your doctor. If you go to your doctor and get a referral for a physical therapist, I, and again, like I, I ignored my shin splints for two years and kept running 
and every time I pushed myself too much, they would start to like flare up and it would be an issue again. And that's what happened to me this year. So then I was just forced to really take care of it. And like the moment you face it and you realize like where you're at, you can actually create a plan to move forward and to heal. And so that's been something that I've like really learned this year of just like, if it hurts, even if it's just like not crazy, but if it's like hurting you enough and it's persistent and it's happening over and over again, it's like, that's your body telling you that something needs to change. Um, and yeah. And so like find someone, find a physical therapist that you, that is highly recommended and, and like, just take it, take that seriously. Take what your body is telling you um, seriously. Yeah. Do not, do not just continue running on it and forgetting about it. Cause if you do that, it's not going to go away. No, it's not. It's going to get worse. Yeah. And when it's time for you to sit down, you got to sit down for a longer amount of time. And it sucks. Yeah. Cause it's just like how people say, um, like, you know, people talk about like, Oh, you eat healthy, eating healthy is super expensive. Eating organic is super expensive. It's just like, yeah, going to the doctor is expensive too. If I get sick, being sick is expensive, okay? Yeah. And that's, I, I say the same thing about sleep because that's something we've been talking to our cohort about a lot where I'm just like, if you do not have the foundation, like the foundation of sleep is like, it, sleep is the foundation for everything else. Yeah. If you're not, if you're hydrating and you're eating well and you're exercising and you're doing all these things, but you are getting shitty sleep, it's like everything else will crumble because yeah. it's like, so you have to, you have to, think about it holistically because otherwise your body will force you to take time to rest and recover. And then you, you then you can't have control over what you're doing. You know? 2000%. I agree with you. 2000%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, ice, rest, yeah. compression, yep. elevate, all Recovery. of those things that you need to, um, to to have this have this happen and have this work and uh, Jose I'm sorry we got we got because August I'm over here to, with bubble wrap I'm about to go full dad it, mode but he's looking at us but this like, kid over here with yo, this bubble wrap we gotta go I'm about to pop yeah. all these bubbles yes uh, you need to stop but I would say too it's just like I think for anyone where it's not something that's serious but it's like you know, you know that you probably should stretch more, you know, you probably should get a massage every now and then, you know, like hit the boots a couple times or even get a massage gun. It's like all that stuff matters so much. And it, and it also allows you to check in with your body. Yep. Recovery allows you to just like pay attention to your body mm -hmm. so that you can identify when things are hurting earlier on as well. So yeah. There's that. So everything that Courtney just said and everything we said <laughs> at the beginning of this episode, amazing answers to your to yeah. your listener letter stop running on it and bro. i would say too if and then strength train strength train strength train yes train. that's what it is please strength train strength training is not a recovery tactic it's a prevention tactic it would help prevent injuries keeping your muscles strong by strength training whether it's just simple calisthenics maybe some bands Whatever it is, or if you like going to the gym and 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 hitting the iron really hard, that's cool too. But strength training, it is all about. Do what you training. need to do to keep your body strong. Yeah, yeah, it's so important. I think it's becoming more and more well known amongst runners, where it's like running is not the only thing you should be doing as a runner. Yep. Be a holistic athlete, folks. Two thousand percent. Yeah, and also you know we really encourage y'all to just put where you're from in your in. Um, your emails um, would love to understand like 
like you know where people are listening and yeah. things like that. So I love yeah, that. I don't want to give California advice to somebody in Alaska. So right. <laughs> we in the Midwest too, so it's like we we run on a lot of flat. Yeah. Uh, flat roads. Um, but, you know, we love trails out here. I'm going to be getting into more trail running now because I'm training for a trail run. This Tra- is going to be interesting. A trail ultra. This is going to be interesting. The last time Courtney and them led a trail run, they okay. got lost. Lies. Lies. They got lost. Lies. That three mile run turned Bro. into an eight mile run. Okay. That did happen, <laughs> but that was a long time ago. And I feel like we. Yeah, ran that's out. why it was a long time ago. They okay. haven't been out we to a trail since. since. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why we need to do another one that was horrible bruh that was like one who one of our runners who's now in our cohort that was their first run with us and i can't yeah. remember who it was but i think it was like zindi or gloria it was like their first run <laughs> that with is us. hilarious yeah horrible and the thing is carl carly yeah she had the map upside down and she was leaving <laughs> it and she was one of our captains and she goes oh let's go left when we should have been going right <laughs> she ain't never said that. No, I'm on God. I swear that was the whole situation. I was like, Carly, and she's like, Yeah, let's go back out to the to the trails. And I was like, Cool. Like you, you want to lead it again? Because she led it last time and it went really well. Yeah. And she's like, Yeah, yeah, I totally can lead it again. And I was like, Cool. And then before we started, I was like, Let's look at the map. And you know, and I could have done my job. I'm not saying it's all her all her fault. Because as a leader, you have to take responsibility too. Definitely should have done my part. But <laughs> when I tell you Carly p- popped it up, she goes, yeah, you know, we go this way and we just keep on going this way. And I was like, cool. And that's what we did. And then next thing I know, we was lost. Hilarious. And, but we found our way back. It was there a good workout. Go. Yeah. And good thing it was on trail too, because then you don't feel that impact as much. Yeah. If it was like... On a sidewalk? Ooh, people would have been feeling that yeah. in a different way. Mad as hell. Mad as Mad hell. As never hell. came back. We, it would have been the end of Gumbo Fit. <laughs> she ain't never said it was her fault. She 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 told me this story, but she because that's how I found that. I mean, I wasn't I'm there. not gonna say it was her fault. Nah, it sounded like her fault. She was the leader. It was Carly's she fault. was the captain leader that yep, day, and it, it was, was her, her idea. And she she's and I was like, "Cool, you leading it. Which way are we going?" Cool, cool shaking cool. my head. Carly. So you know, I'm just I'm just saying, I love I love Carla. Carly. If you listen to this, it's all love. I'm just that's that's what happened. It was your fault. That's what happened, sis. It's okay. It's okay though. It's okay. How you reading maps? Upside down, you yeah, all engineer. But the first time Shame. it was great because the first time she led it and, and we like had a really good time, and we didn't get lost, and it was great. There you go. Thanks for bringing that up, Ian. <laughs> Thank you so much. That's why y'all need to run with seven on Sunday, so you don't get lost. Nigga, you ain't on trails. We do run through trails. What Where? you mean? Right through the through, city, through the Burnham Trail, Bur- through the wildlife. That shit is front. on the lakefront. No, it's no. It's it, on the lakefront. It front. crosses on the other side it's of Lakeshore lake Drive. Front. You run under the Forty First Street the, Bridge. That's not a real trip. We Look, were okay. Check no, our IG. Level say here. Check our IG. The number seven on Sundays. Look, you'll see us running Less through level say here. the little trail. The trail that he's talking about is uh, is a city trail. What I was talking about is in a national forest. Okay. First of all, there's a difference. A park. Okay. That's not, that's it's, not, no, it's that's a not national forest. It's a forest preserve. Okay, you're right. Yeah. It's a forest preserve. So re- you okay. relax. All right. You can run there with Samuel Sonics, but don't don't be double t- fit. <laughs> we got our shit together. We ain't gonna get lost no more. I'm just saying that was no the, more. in the beginning. That was the beginning. And it was it's only no one more time, okay? <laughs> one time. Why you gotta bring up old shit? <laughs> oh, well, we appreciate y'all for stopping by today, hanging out at the clubhouse with us. Chilling out. You know, we actually have one more listener letter. 
Philip did another video or another voice. He did another one? Yeah. You want to do it today? You want to save it for next week? Why would we save it? Why, you're right. Why would we save it? Pull it up. Let's go. <laughs> no, you pull it up. It's oh, probably me? better to come Oh, yeah, up. I got well, it. Should I put on my... Um, this is... Uh, what is the app? Hold on. I'm about to pull it up. Also, thank you all for uh, a thousand listens. A thousand, we've hit a thousand um, plays, and that's amazing. A thousand total plays. Oh, uh, about eleven, twelve hundred. Well, we're at one point two k. Yep, yep. That's yeah. that's two hundred. Yeah. I mean, twelve hundred. Yeah. yeah, y'all been y'all been showing y'all us really- mad love, and I definitely appreciate y'all. You know, we knew it's it's like. Oh, I forgot how to get to it. Yeah, I mean, on the computer, I think. I got an email about it. Oh, here we go. I got it. Okay. You left two. Which one do we play? I don't know. The second one? We're going to play both of them. Oh, shit. Okay. One is 13 seconds, one is 28 seconds. Okay. So we're just going to see, make sure if he got it right or wrong. So I'm about to play the first one now. Hello, I really enjoyed the interview that you did with Mike. So good to hear his story. Um, By chance, would there also be maybe an upcoming episode uh, with an interview with Coach K? Oh, you already know. I was actually, we got to, we have our our lineup for the next up into the marathon. Like we got a lot going on, a lot of really cool surprises coming for y'all. But Coach K, first of all, I love that she listens. I told her that we, we shot her out. And said she was fine. And then she listened to the podcast. Oh, you told her that? Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> so now I, I can't I, look her in her face when I see no, her. <laughs> she didn't know. She I mean, I know she knows she's fine. She, I mean, like, you can look at her She don't need face. to know that. I know right. that she knows that okay. I know well, that she's fine. Okay, well, now she knows all of this. Oh, my God. So, anyways, next. Okay. Yeah, no, nah, we definitely, yeah. we pulling up here. I know she got uh, amazing, amazing advice, amazing things to tell us. So, here's For another sure. one. Hey, this is Philip. Also, I just want to clarify that I did not even realize until I heard it that I said dishwasher, my previous comment when it came to sanitizing different things. Um, I meant to say cell phone sanitizer because I got one from my company a few months ago and it really is great for you know, disinfecting different types of things. So just wanted to add some clarity there. Um, again, loving the podcast and um, have a great weekend. Oh, the, you know, I feel you, Philip. You'd be having to clarify sometimes when people mishear you because <laughs> we were really like, I'm not putting no combs in the dishwasher. <laughs> right. So yeah, uh, also uh, hook us up with some um, cell phone sanitizer. I just use regular sanitizer, hand sanitizer on my phone. I'll take it out the case, wipe it down. Do all I've that never sanitized my phone. Oh, you have to because it's touching your your face. Ew, who puts their phone in their face? Okay. First of all, I put most of I my... I got Bluetooth headphones. Yeah, and their speaker, obviously, I understand. But like every now and then, you know, like you're putting your hands on your phone, you're doing all this stuff, you got to sanitize it. I get it. I just, I that's Well, maybe the that's, last some, thing that's I my new challenge for you this week. Yeah. Take a moment and sanitize okay. your phone. I got you. I got you. But putting your phone up to your ears, ghetto. So it's not ghetto. I don't do that. It's not ghetto. I don't do that. You're a fool. No. So you just okay, but look. I don't if I don't have my headphones, I won't answer the phone for you. 
I'll call you back when I get my headphones. You're annoying. I can't be seen with my hand up to my face with my phone. That's Wow. Ill. Okay. Ill. Okay. Wow. Ill. Okay. You don't use the phone like a normal human being. FaceTime. FaceTime, speaker, or headphones. Yeah. Okay. I don't put, yeah. Yeah, that's it. I don't even, and I don't hit the speaker button either. Like, no, nah, our conversation is private unless you FaceTime me. But even still, I got my headphones in. Nah, yeah, I'm either. If it's private, I'm putting it. I don't put it on my face. I'd be like this. That. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it don't even. It's yeah. just. Yeah. You ain't even no, got it you up to your ear. The corner of the phone onto your, like, the temple of your ear, like, the temple of your forehead. <laughs> That's how I'll be. Yeah. You, you, know you be on the phone like you complaining to your baby dad. <laughs> okay. That's how I be looking. So. Oh my God. All right. Well, yeah, I've enjoyed it. y'all. Y'all have a good now one. We're done. Enjoy. I hope y'all enjoy this episode. We'll see you next time. Yes. And next time.